What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey, this is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel, but I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Farrell. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Good evening and welcome to Long Island's number one wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, brought to you straight yeah. out of indie music studios in Ronkonkoma, Long Island, New York. Uh, jovial, sound very jovial. Would you <laughs> would you show everybody your shirt? I'd like to uh, emphatically uh, point out this is still not Monty. I, of course, am still the Pharaoh. Good evening, folks. Thank you for letting us come into your living rooms. Continue. Yeah, as you can see, I'm still not Monty. Yeah. This is ESO, and I'll be filling in for him for the next couple weeks. Bruce. You know, we have to send a quick get well to Mike. Uh, can't wait for you to be back here because I want to be out there watching you guys out on this side. There you go. Mike's doing well, by the way, on, on the road and uh, picking up speed, doing well. All right. Well, guest starring on the board this week, we have Abraham. How's it going? Going good. Still getting the hang of everything, but, you know, practice makes perfect. How have you been? How's it going? Anything new? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Anything new, Abe? What's going on in Abe's world? By the way, I love Honest Abe when Spidey's not around. If it's not Honest Abe, I'm like, you know, worried. Listen, he pulled it all together today. That yes, was he awesome. Did. Yes, he did. Abe, what's going on, bro? Nothing, man. I'm just, uh, you know, trying to get whatever work I can get. You know, okay. Hanging in there. Doing is, is, it, is it hard cracking into this sort of thing, by the way? Becoming, a, you know, what you do? Uh, more or less. It's, it's, it's all just about finding consistency, you know what I mean? There's, there's a million things that need to be edited, you know, but it's all about just finding who wants to keep calling me back, you know? Uh, okay. Uh, and real quick, I know before you shut your mic off and uh, get back to doing what you do really best, uh, I wanted to ask you as a younger guy, uh, what kind of music do you listen to? I'm just curious. Um, you know, I, I listen to, uh, I know, I know a lot of people say this. I listen to everything though. Um, but a lot of, a lot of old, like eighties, hardcore eighties, um, hot, wait, yeah, wait like a punk minute. Rock, like, uh, like minor threat, black flag, you know, black those old flag. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Look at you. I have a black flag tattoo. 
Get out! Yeah, right on my arm. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, very yeah. interesting. We should have had that on camera. That would have been good. Okay, okay. What 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 makes you gravitate to it? Listen, I grew up during the eighties, and I'm going to see Iron Maiden very soon. Oh, that's right. awesome. But uh, what what made you gravitate towards that? That's a bit of a curveball. Uh, well, you know, I I, I uh, my father was super into all that you know old, older uh, music, and something just about. I mean, I love punk rock, and okay. that was like kind of the style of punk rock. That, Interesting. Yeah. Very know, cool. It's, the, it's, the, it's really aggressive. It's fun, you know. Very cool. Well, Abe, yeah. thanks a lot for coming in this no week, problem. man. Thank you you are definitely uh, the closer in the clutch. I, I appreciate it. No problem, my man. Okay, Bruce, what else you got? So, got some good wrestling for me? Yeah, we or got what? Wait, how about we get into the news first? What, wait. I want to talk wrestling. I we asked you if you had some good wrestling for me. We, we've got wrestling. We'll All bring right. that up in a bit. Okay. So what do you got? So uh, according to, to WPDH, there was a major tractor-trailer crash in upstate New York that led to a manure spill on a major <laughs> interstate. <laughs> That's shitty. <laughs> so, yeah. A lo- major manure spill, like a giant pile of shit? Is that yeah, what you're getting yeah. at? In Lancaster, oh, New York, okay. interstate... I-90, a major interstate in New York, was left quite a mess after a tractor-trailer crash last week. Okay. The the roadway was closed for several hours after the rollover. Uh, How much much shit was spilled onto the highway? I didn't didn't put that part down, but... And why should this this interfere with traffic in New York, which eternally sucks anyway? Well, you you always tell me that I have a shitty commute. That's a true shitty commute. That's that's pretty crappy. Yeah, that stinks. P.U. (laughs) <laughs> well, wait a minute, though. How long did it take them to clean up the pile of shit? Oh, well, they, it says they were done by about 9 p.m. that night. Could you imagine the size of the behind? shovel? No, imagine the size of the shovel. They brought in this giant fucking tractor trailer that had this huge shovel on it. And in one scope, it picked it up. And where did they put it? That's was there a problem. river nearby? It is your problem if you live up. Don't you live up there? Not that far upstate. Because the drinking water, like let's say they threw it in the river. Guess what? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Brings a whole new meaning to uh, that, sh- that milkshake you drank, doesn't it? Oh, boy, that's horrible. Oh, okay. That's well, just flat out awful. Okay, as, as well, thanks can... for that stupid story. I appreciate it. Yeah. As you can uh, see to the right is the star of the show. Oh, yeah. He might be a little confused tonight because he's got this thing called an iPad in front of him. Yeah, yeah. Mike usually gives me a script that I can read, but you well, gave me this fucking Mr. Spock thing. This is interesting. Do I mind meld with this fucking thing? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. you got to read all this good stuff, so go ahead. Yeah. Ah. So to my right, the star, Jimmy yeah, Farrell. Sure. Hello, hello, hello. I'd like to thank, at this time, thank the band that sings a thong song to Bonnie sings the thong <laughs> i don't sing about thongs bro well you might i don't know you don't know what i you don't know what i got down there that? what the <laughs> <laughs> go ahead all right give us the cheap pop go ahead i would like to thank the band that sings this theme song for money in the Paro. wisteria hall okay with its members go ahead jimmy farrell and bart briggs <clears throat> make up this phenomenal little band phenomenal band Okay, stop right there. Thank you. I, the, the timing is everything. But, man, go ahead, hit it. Don't you know to wait for that? Next. All right. He's new, folks, but he's doing well. Go ahead. Mysteria Hall sings such great songs as In My Dreams, This Life, Not Far Behind, mm. Here Comes the Rain. Mm. You can find their music on the Wisteria Hall YouTube fa- page, Spotify, iTunes, and Reverb Nation. There you go. There you go. So who's in the house tonight? So, with yeah, us? let's do a nice little roll call of our house? chat. We've got a... Uh, who do we have here? We've got Rick B. We've got... What up, Rick? 
What about the fir our first lady of wrestling, uh, Maria Davis? Hey, Maria, what's happening? We got Lil Patty. Lil Patty, what's going on? We Yard Ape 99. Yard Ape, what up? Phil's in the house. Ah, uh, Mr. Phil, how are you, sir? We got Jason Moaning. Ah, what's up, Jason? What's going on? Roy's in the house. Ah, Mr. Roy, what's happening? Uh, a mess. A mess. Gotta have a mess in the house. I mean, I was a mess when I got here. And what, what's up, mess? And stingers. Stinger. What's going on? What so, is going on? Very good. Very nice. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Lovely. Thanks, guys. It's it's always good to, to to chat with you guys. I almost would rather be in there than out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How you how you making that so far? It's hey, not easy. Hey. It's not easy sitting in that chair, is oh, it? The, is you it? don't know what Mike goes through in this uh, chair. Wait a second. I, I, he, well, I if know, anybody may you know what he may goes know it's out me. there. Yeah. You guys don't know. He, Mike struggles quite a lot when oh, he's sitting man. in the seat. He's ambidextrous though. He so really he, is. I mean, yeah, you're looking is. in three directions. Major, to major talent to be able to do some of the things he does. Major, so, major. Uh, well, money in the Pharaoh can be seen. Live on YouTube every Thursday night. Oh, wait a minute. That's written wrong. Monty and the Pharaoh can be seen live on YouTube every Thursday night at 9 p.m. where we have over 2 million views. Mm, there you go. We there can also go. be seen live on Facebook on the Monty and the Pharaoh page. Also find us on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Anchor, on Twitch at the Monty and the Pharaoh channel. Stop right there for a second. Abe. You have informed us that Twitch is uh, very popular with folks your age. Uh, please explain real quickly. I think kids my age have very bad attention span. Right? So, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest. So, like things like YouTube and Twitch, it's very mm -hmm. easy to just go from one thing to the other. You know, okay. I mean, bounce around from content. That's okay. what the kids need. You know. Okay, interesting. Because I had no idea about that. I was aware of the YouTube thing. Continue, my fine friend. All right. In New York City, we are on channel one fifteen every uh, Tuesday at nine thirty yep. p.m. and Saturday at eleven thirty p.m. Correct. Channel twenty Tuesdays at one a.m. Faro time. And yep. now we are part of Amazon Music. Correcto mundo. And at this time, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. We shall see you in a spectacular second. You need a body shop? You need engine repair? Auto Excellence. Collision Specialists. 631-261-6420. That's 631-261-6420. Auto Excellence. And APB, American Protection Bureau, voted number one best on Long Island for all your security needs. Call 631-390-9050. That's 631-390-9050. APB. Hey folks, this is Wolfie D here, and if you are looking to buy or sell a home in Tennessee or Southern Kentucky, you're going to want to call my buddy, the rock star realtor, Benji Bowie. And you say, Wolfie, how do I get in touch with this rock star? Well, you can call him directly at 615-390-8216. You can go to his website, BowieHomes.com. That's B-U-I-E Homes.com. Or you can email him at BenBowie34 at gmail.com. B-E-N-B-U-I-E-34 at gmail.com. When you need a home, you need the Rockstar Realtor. Tell him Wolfie sent you. Benji is a member of Exit Realty's Garden Gate team in Gallatin, Tennessee. 
Hit it. <laughs> Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh, seen here out of Indie Music TV in Long Island. Yes, sir. So, um, unfortunately, we got some, some bad news in wrestling this week. Okay. We, we lost okay. one of the greatest legends, really, ever. Um, Antonio Inoki passed, it, passed away at the age of 79. Antonio Inoki, I don't even know where to start, but I'll, I'll try. Uh, being being an uh, old-school wrestling fan, uh, I first became aware of Antonio Inoki probably like most Americans did back in, 19, I think it was 1976, when Inoki fought Muhammad Ali. That was the first time I was really aware of Antonio Inoki. I knew he was a professional wrestler. Uh, those early days in the 70s when I first got into wrestling are... They're still pretty vivid in my mind, though. Bruno San Martino stood out in my mind, and this guy, Antonio Inoki, I knew was a wrestler. I was only, like, maybe nine years old when they fought. But um, there are so many things that Antonio Inoki had done in his career. Uh, the fight with Ali, personally, I, I thought was pretty, pretty crappy. They, uh, they went at it for 15 rounds, but there was, like, you know, a bunch of things that were changed right before the fight because Ali was afraid that... Antonio Inoki would uh, shoot on him. So Ali was very afraid of that. So there was a few things changed. Antonio Inoki during the fight with Ali was only allowed to, uh, you know, uh, throw kicks off of one foot, which obviously changes the whole fight. It's not like he could do a karate kid maneuver or something like that on Ali. Uh, most of the fight was uh, very boring. Um, Ali landed less than 10 punches during the entire 15 rounds, and Inoki uh, spent most of the time kicking Ali in the legs. So, but it, it made Inoki a worldwide name. It was a big deal when it happened. There was a lot of closed-circuit TV back in the 70s. This is before pay-per-views yeah, and stuff. I, I've heard stories of it actually selling out Shea Stadium. Well, it was part of something that sold out Shea Stadium. I do believe if it's 1976, that places it on the card at Shea Stadium where Bruno San Martino gets his revenge on Stan Hansen for the broken neck inside the steel cage if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, it was it was a big deal. Uh, what most people didn't know at the time, uh, Ali was actually pretty banged up from that fight because he kept getting kicked in the legs. And anybody who's ever had a fight knows you need your legs to throw your punches and have your leverage. And Ali getting towards the end of his career, that, that fight with Inoki uh, did Muhammad Ali no favors. Basically, uh, it might have fast-forwarded the end of Muhammad Ali, oddly enough. Just an exhibition match. Um, Anoki did so many things. Of course, he's the uh, founder. You know, and interestingly enough, Anoki is, he can make a claim that no one can make at all. In Japan, Antonio Anoki is the equivalent in the ring as far as legendary status and importance to Bruno San Martino. And as a promoter, he's as important to New Japan as Vince McMahon. Who on earth can say, I'm the Bruno San Martino of my country and the Vince McMahon? That's insane. So as far as Japan goes, he is the greatest Japanese wrestler of all time. No one could have accomplished more than him. Uh, I do believe that he was responsible, along with, of course, Ric Flair, for booking those two shows in North Korea. He booked and opposed Ric Flair in front of... 165,000 to 200,000 people, which of course would make this the highest attended professional wrestling event ever in the history of the universe. Although I will throw in that in North Korea, if you didn't attend, you were probably let out back and beaten <laughs> with a billy club. You know, but let's not get into that. Or they would shoot a missile over your backyard. 
Monica. One, one of my favorite stories Possibly. is the, uh, the, the, the phantom title switch. Yes. That is not a phantom title switch to a kid who was reading the wrestling magazines back in those days. The wrestling magazines reported that Bob Backlund had been pinned and had lost to Antonio Inoki. Yeah, just for those out, who don't know out there. So to me, there, that's a title change. I don't care if they don't recognize yeah, it. But, that was a title change. Yeah, for, for those who don't know out there, um, Bob Backlund's usually given a, a title reign that's uninterrupted, but right. it was actually interrupted in Japan by yes. Antonio Inoki. It was. I consider that and an then, official uh, title change, and I know why they don't today. And didn't he end up having to win it back from somebody else? It wasn't Inoki who yeah, won it from. Yeah, right, exactly. I don't think Inoki would even give it back, you know, the way it was taken from uh, Bob. Bob gave it up. You give it back. But it, it, it's, uh, I've always recognized that title change. I'm sorry. It, it happened, and, and uh, why would it not be recognized? I don't get it. Um, of course, uh, going on to found New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is why I was referring to him as the Vince McMahon of uh, Japan, because after all, who's the big company standing after all these years? New Japan. He went up head-to-head with uh, who at one time was his uh, fellow train trainee when he was being trained, uh, Giant Baba. Uh, they were tag team champions together in the 60s in a huge act, Antonio Inoki and Giant Baba. Uh, as uh, folks know historically, uh, as the uh, well, no, what did you call it, uh, JPW? You would call yeah, it the, the original. JP, yep, JPW, the original yeah. uh, company was falling apart, so Antonio Inoki and Giant Baba filled the uh, filled the voids by one formed uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling, being <laughs> Giant Baba, and Antonio Inoki formed uh, NJPW, and uh, New Japan to this day remains the WWE of uh, Japan. His uh, impact is quite immeasurable. Honestly. So Yardape says, I'm going to go slap someone in the face offline and give them fighting spirit in honor of Anoki. There you go. There you go. You know, are you familiar with the great Antonio incident what with Antonio Anoki? Well, what happened was is, is that Anoki was having a match. I think the fellow's name was the great Antonio. He was a big guy, but totally like, like fat, you know, and, and, you know, not taking the match seriously. He wasn't selling a thing. So Inoki just decided, you know what? I'm going to beat the shit out of you. I'm just going to beat the shit out of you. And he slapped him, and he slapped him some more, and he bitch slapped him, and they gave him bloody nose and everything like that, and uh, that was the end of that. He said, but maybe he's going to put on a, a red scarf first. There you go. There you go. Yeah, red he was scarf. giving that red scarf. Not to mention the, the politics of Antonio Inoki. As far as the, the politics of Antonio Inoki... I don't know if most people notice. Yeah, could you fix this thing for me? This, <laughs> Rick, this is Rick, not like a piece of paper. And Rick B, no, he didn't fall asleep. He's just fascinated. That's why he keeps looking down at this uh, this is, iPad. Is <laughs> that what's going on? He thinks I'm falling asleep? That's that's rough. That is rough, Rick. Um, where was I? You got me all crazy now. Oh, his uh, political career. Uh, he negotiated with Saddam Hussein to get hostages out of Iraq, and he succeeded. Uh, it's, it's really nothing Antonio Inoki did not uh, accomplish uh, successfully. Now, what many, a legend. How many titles did he actually hold? Probably too many, and if you start reading them, I'm <laughs> going to chop you the way he chopped the great Antonio. But, uh, you know, where do you begin with this anyway? There's too many, dude. There's just too many. You now, know, he was the first IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, as far as the original version goes, that goes to the Hulkster. Mm-hmm. That's the incredible... Hulk Hogan, the incredible Hulk Hogan. Now, what is this, 1980? Where's Fred Blassie? <laughs> but, yeah, he was, of course, the original IWGP heavyweight champion. Uh, he was actually a three-time IWGP, including the original Anoki, and he won a million other things. That's basically it. There's just too much here. We would be here for an hour. Yeah, no. You so, know? Uh, here's something that uh, Roy's bringing up that yeah, I think you'd like to talk about. Uh, we got it. 
Judge hitting a 60-second home run the other day. Oh, you know, I was getting worried. I was actually getting worried. I was counting down the games, and I could see that one of two things kept happening to Aaron Judge as he was trying to hit number 62. Either they were pitching around him, and they were afraid of him. And by the way, you they guys got be afraid of him. You, you know what, though? You know what, though? That's no balls. I am telling you right now, I would try to get him out. That would be me. If he hits it off me, so be it. So I find that completely lame that some people were just pitching. I don't want to beat a guy. Get the hell out there and earn your paycheck. Your job is to get that guy out. Get him out. Well, you know, you pussy. What is that? Your baseball pussy. That's it. If he hits it off you, you know what? You're still in the Hall of Fame. You're yeah, still be yeah, 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 you'll be mentioned. Right, exactly. But uh, And the other thing that was happening to him, you could see he was pressing. He was swinging at the first pitch. And that's not Aaron Judge. That's not. So the second he got, he launched it over the fence. I was like, thank God that's over for him and everybody else. Amazing job. Now, is that the real home run record? I'm sure the fans will have lots to say it depends, about that. It depends if you're uh, <laughs> to me. There's if an you're a Barry, if you're decided, a Barry Bonds fan. I've or not. decided that there's two. It's an there's an organic home record, and there's a bionic home run record. Okay? In my mind, if you are in San Francisco, Barry Bonds is no matter what. Right. Uh, he's a hero. Right. Right. You, know, right. you, you right. will never but on the right. East Coast here. The health food version of the home run all-time champion is Aaron Judge. The fast food version is Barry Bonds. <laughs> That's how go. I see it, you know. But it is what it is. Barry's still the home run king. What are you going to tell? Yeah, they're talking uh, that it was the ball is probably going to sell for like two million dollars. Two point five million, according to Brandon Steiner. <sighs> That's crazy. I would sell it too. By the way, if you caught the ball, are you giving it back to him? You sell- no. I'm selling it. No, are you serious? Acor- their policy is they I'm will not. Gi- they ball. won't give you money. They'll only give you comp stuff. <laughs> How do you get? How do you count me two million? Well, you know what though? I think dinner at Yankee Stadium is probably about two point five million dollars. So you're you're not wrong. You you hand the ball to Aaron Judge, and they give you a hot dog and French fries and two beers. Uh, We're even. (laughs) This is what baseball's become. Trying to go to a game, especially at Yankee Stadium. Oh, I better touch this thing before it goes away. Go ahead. Yeah, especially at Yankee Stadium. I'm mind melding with this thing right now. Go ahead. All right. So. uh... Something I wanted to talk about was Rey Mysterio and how he's being booked. Okay, what's your issue with that? Uh, Rey Mysterio, in my own opinion, is just being booked too weekly. I mean, he's he's almost like a glorified... Too weekly. Yeah. Okay, okay. Explain. He's almost like a jobber right now. Um, like a what? Like I Frankie like, Williams back in 1982? No, he's This not. guy's a legend. This guy should yes, be... Yes, I, right now, I think is the time where we should be pulling him back and you know using him sparingly. You where think that, that you think that he should get Undertaker Edge type treatment? Absolutely. Here he comes. See you in six months. Here I he think, comes again. I, I think he would be a bigger draw. But don't you realize what he's doing? Don't you see who he's putting over? I, he, he's. I know he wants his son to succeed. He's putting over his son, and he's doing this for his son and his son's son. This is not a dummy. Rey Mysterio knows exactly what he's doing, and I would be telling him, you're doing a great job of it. Right now, he's actually getting two things done. Not only is he putting over his son and ensuring his future with the company, making sure his son is, is going to be around for years and years in a company that's been around for years and years, but he's also in the process of putting over Judgment Day. What a team player this guy is, and it's funny too, and I recently read Ray had some thoughts about the WWE. While Ray seems to have always been one of the guys that the independent fans just absolutely think is their own, and he's much better when he's not working for Vince, and he should be here, 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 and here, Ray Mysterio's thoughts on the WWE was, that is my legacy. This is my career in the WWE. That is my home, and that's where I consider myself to be in my heart. And it's always been this way for me. So I am not surprised that he wants to pass his legacy, well-earned, and all the things he did in WWE, 
onto his son by getting his son over. And if he's being put under to get his son over, bravo. And he's not a jobber in any of this because we both know in any given moment, Rey Mysterio could turn around and pin these guys that have pinned him. I don't think it's hurting him at all. I mean, he's the only little guy that I take seriously when it comes to taking out anybody. He's great. So that's why, I mean, it's more of a respect thing. I just want to see see Rey used more effectively. Right. I, I understand. I mean, you know, to me, I just think it's perfect what he's doing. And listen, isn't he like around 50? Yeah, he's got to be. How much more do you want? What do you want, a Goldberg push? Uh, come on, dude. We don't want to become AEW. Check out all our guys who, who were main eventing 10 years ago. But how many special guys does WWE have? We have Goldberg. Um, right. We have Brock. We right. have Roman. Right. Wait, Roman's no specialist. I Roman's don't put Roman with Goldberg. Roman's, Roman's the Roman, champion. Roman, yeah, we see plenty of Roman. Time. I can't, but I won't throw him in with Lesnar. Lesnar's not been around. Lesnar's been around for a couple of months in the last year plus. Roman's around. He so, is around. He doesn't wrestle every week, but he's around. You know so what who, I mean? Like when he was giving the, him the honorary use thing. You loved that, didn't you? Absolutely. He's around. He's around. <laughs> he's the champ. So who do you think this would be that next special attraction type? person from WWE. I have no idea. Honestly, if Jericho was still with WWE, it would be him. But he's still so effective weekly. Isn't he great? He's still great. Boy, he lost a lot of weight, too. He wanted to really he's get that lion heart thing over. <laughs> yeah, he is in amazing shape. Although, he's, you know, he's still, you know, facially, I don't know, <laughs> little Phyllis Diller going on, maybe. I don't know. People are like, who the fuck's that? But that's okay. Look it up. You'll laugh. <laughs> so, uh, I hear there's been some more drama backstage at AEW. Oh, my God. The inmates are so running the asylum over there. Don't you think so? <laughs> sure I mean, right now like we it. got Andrade and, and Sammy Guevara, like, you know. Now, uh, by the way, Andrade's been sent home. Oh, what was that thing I was reading They had about? a fight. They, they, had a, they had a fight last night. Supposedly Guevara shoved Andrade, and Andrade punched him in the face. But then I, I was reading something about him now being booked in a Loser Leaves Town match. Oh, really? Is that, yeah, is that brand new news? I oh, so they're going to fight each other? Oh, you might as well get something out of it, right, guys? You know? I mean, Andrade has not been pushed great in AEW. And the only reason why they're choosing Sammy Guevara, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. They always, they always scream about the politics in the WWE. What, you can't see the politics here? Who, who loves Sammy Guevara? Chris Jericho. Who brought him in? Chris Jericho. Who's been pushing him the whole time? Chris Jericho. Is Chris Jericho not, like, in the year of Tony Khan? So if Andrade has an issue with Sammy Guevara, gee, I wonder who the fan that owns the company is going to side with. Chris Jericho's friend! It's so see-through. I'm like, doesn't anybody see this dynamic? Give me a break. Sammy Guevara... You know, I don't even know what to think about Sammy Guevara, but I, th- I know one thing's for sure. If I was Andrade, go back and, and, and hook up with Charlotte, and man, oh man, what a power couple those two would make. So. I would enjoy the shit out of that, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I think Andrade's a hell of a hand. What? Yeah, I... He really is. And what a shock. He punched Sammy in the face. What a shock. I'd like to see those two really go at it. I think Andrade would kill him. Oh, my God. But once again, though, it's like the locker room is being run by the wrestlers. It really is. Would Vince ever allow this no. shit? No. But so it, how it, is it, this it, a it, better it, company in a better world? They're all killing it. each other. The, the women the talk, women are hiding in the locker room. Gonna, she's going to beat me up. Wasn't that Thunder? Thunder Rosa? But even the locker room. The That's locker room had leaders that kept everybody else in line, too. Oh, what, what? don't forget the leader, Undertaker. Absolutely. During the day. Like warning Sean before he went out to drop the title at WrestleMania 14 in Stone Cold, <laughs> I'll be waiting for you if you don't do the right thing. You know what I mean? Nice. 
And Vince going, that's my henchman! I, you, where is the law and order in this well, fucking company? Wasn't it like there was a almost like a uh, court, like a wrestler court? Like yeah, would be the, the wrestler's court. Yeah, and he uh, would be like the he judge? Was the ju- of course he was the judge. Who are you making the judge if it's not the Undertaker? <laughs> I guess Kane. You know, when Undertaker wasn't around, make Kane the judge. Either way, you're going <laughs> to burn. Who's the bailiff? Who's the bailiff? I can, oh, I, you know what? If it was current, I think Kevin Owens would make a splendid bailiff. <laughs> Order in this court! No one's listening. He's like getting madder and madder. <laughs> you know? Oh, I think it'd be great. That'd be great. I love KO. Yeah. So there you go. But uh, there you so, go. so Roy brought up something that I, that I was looking to bring up also tonight. Mr. Uh, Roy, what's he got? Well, there's a new commentary teams uh, starting tomorrow. On okay, shoot. So uh, we have new on com- all three shows. Huh? Yeah, beginning tomorrow. Okay. So we have Wade Barrett and Michael Cole will be the new SmackDown commentary team. Love Wade Barrett. Thrilled about it, and that should that should be that's an interesting combo. Okay, I'm yeah. glad to have Wade Barrett. I'll tell you that. And Michael Cole's Michael Cole, so that'll be fine. That's on which one? SmackDown. That's SmackDown. Wow, they're putting Wade Barrett on SmackDown. Holy promotion. Okay, cool. So, cool. we've got Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves on the Raw commentary. Team. I like Corey Graves. Yeah, uh, I, I just I just do. I doesn't. I don't care what show you put him on. I think Corey Graves is effing great. And, uh, you know, they recently said that he was cleared if he ever wanted to wrestle again. I don't know if you were ever fortunate enough to catch Corey Graves before the... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Injury when he was a wrestler. Corey Graves had it. He had it. He was excellent. I actually felt so sad for him when he had to stop wrestling because he had it. uh, I love Corey Graves. He's great. Um, then we have uh, Vic Joseph and Booker T on NXT. So can Booker T save NXT? It's a good start. So it's it, a, isn't it? It is. It I mean, is. Booker T it, in the it, in the uh, commentary booth. In, in case you start. don't know what I'm referring to, is we actually talk about on this week in wrestling where we bring up NXT and right. you know, kind of some of the problems and if if it's going to survive and uh, right, right. You know, then we get this news that Booker T is going to. That's good. NXT, I think that's a great move. I think that's a great move. I agree. Booker T's a great listen, very entertaining. So that should be good. Now, if they could just get some wrestlers that intrigue me outside of Braun Breaker, uh, (laughs) we'll be all right. As much as I'm happy to have Solo on the main roster, Mm -hmm. he really was... No, no, no. I'd rather have Solo right where he is. I love Solo Sokoa. Solo Sokoa is great, man. Oh, my God. Why does he come across so much cooler than the Usos to me? What is the deal with that? I never bought into that. As individuals, they're great as a tag team. I love the Usos. But individually, there was something always to me like I never saw the... With Solo, I do. I see like the it factor. Is it that simple? You just dye your hair blonde? 
it's quite a look he's got I mean, going on there. And you look at them, they all look so similar. So it's not like, oh, well. He seems a little thicker. Oh, he's definitely got yeah. more weight to him. But yeah. the, the facial features, they you can see the he relation. Looks, he looks a little meaner. But uh, I, I think it's just that monster, that attitude. It's just Maybe that, it's just those the way he, things, yeah. He presents himself. He just yeah. presents himself as a he's badass. A, yeah, he is a badass. I'm enjoying him very much. So far, so good. <laughs> so now, something else you you wanted to bring up here. Uh, yeah. Adam yeah. Cole. Yeah. He uh, just struck a deal for four more years. It's, it's not AEW. like he. It's not like he just struck the deal. But the problem is, is, is that he has four more years on his AEW contract. My God, who was advising him? Why would you go that long with any company, with the current state of wrestling in general, unless it's the WWE overwhelming you? Why would you go for a contract that long in length? Do you realize that all his friends are gone? From AEW, Bobby Fish was asking him to, to break the contract and come with him and Kyle back to do the Undisputed Era. And uh, Kyle and Adam were actually both like, no. But what is Adam Cole? Where is he going in the next four years in AEW? Have they booked him correctly? No. You have no vibe on him at all. No. And that kills me because in Ring of Honor and in NXT, Adam Cole is not Chris Jericho. He's not. But he had that cool... Rock star vibe. So he could build up to be. My God, he has it. And yes, he's a little small, but then again, so, so, so wasn't Chris all those years ago. Yeah. And I understand the wrestlers are just smaller in general nowadays, some of them that get over. But Adam Cole, to me, it was main event stuff. You know, I can hear Mike laughing right now because he's like, he, you're, you're bigger than him, Pharaoh. You might be right, Mike. You might. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that reminds me of Still just watching uh, AEW last him. night with, uh, when uh, Darby Allen's introduced at 175 pounds. Now, hold on a second. You just triggered me. You just <laughs> triggered me. Did I actually see Darby Allen get put over by Jay Lethal? Yeah. <laughs> I'm vomiting. I'm vomiting at that. That really got me ill. Jay Lethal, I, I mean, never mind everything he's done in the past, but just his Ring of Honor body of work, which I'm not even sure you saw, but his Ring of Honor championship body of work. Jay Lethal should never be putting his shoulders down for Darby Allen. I don't give a crap. I don't care. Boo. 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 Not woo, like Jay Lethal does so well with Ric Flair. Boo. Bad shit. Who's, who's got your attention? Someone I'm did. just laughing. Don the Barber says this, that uh, this looks like a uh, Chinese fire drill without Monty here. <laughs> so Thanks, Don. Anybody want some pork fried rice while we're at it? <laughs> Holy wonton soup, Batman. Okay. All right. A little Chinese noodles for everybody. That works. Uh, <laughs> Chinese fire drill. That's fucking brutal. Thank you, Don. I'll take a little off the sides. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, okay, so right. uh, do we want to go to a break or something like that? Uh, yeah, well, are we at that portion I, of the I think we. I think it's about that time. All right. Why don't we go, uh, we'll be back after a quick break. Yeah, and after Abe brings you these messages. That's right, folks, Canine Corral. For all your dog daycare and overnight care, call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. Jimmy, I gotta take a dump. What? No, I mean I need a dumpster. <sighs> well, for all those needs, you need to call Big V Dumpster Rental, Long Island, New York, 631-900-DUMP. Hmm. Hey, 
Helm Logistics. For all your logistic needs, call 631-299-3595. That's 631-299-3595. Elm Global Logistics. Pride, performance, and partnerships. And hit it. Welcome back to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast. Monty and the Pharaoh, seen here only out of Indie Music Studio TV in Long Island. It's not raining in here either. You know, I want to get this in real fast as we get ready to talk about this uh, week. Is it it this weekend already? It's It's this weekend. Extreme rules, huh? By the way, how do you like Saturday pay-per-view? I was going to just say that. I was just going to say that. It's it's my whole life. It's always been a Sunday pay-per-view. And it's a... were you around for the days of Georgia Championship Wrestling on uh, on, on cable on Saturdays at six oh five at TBS on WTBS? I, I, yeah, I, I you missed those li- little bits. It's not your was, fault. You're younger than the yeah, fellow. I was right at the cusp where I went to the world, uh, to the NWA on, mm-hmm. on uh, at six oh five on the Saturdays. Mm-hmm. You remember Gordon Soley? Oh, absolutely. Who doesn't remember? Gordon? Who's the greatest announcer in the history of Gordon this business? Soley. You you agree with me? I would, I would. Okay. Would you put Jr. second? I would. Yeah, probably. He, I would. You think Tony Schiavone's underrated? Because I do, I do think he is. I think he's been. He's definitely had an impact. I mean, how long has he been around? He's been around since the. Well, 80s he now, went. Right? You know what, though? He yes, he has, but he did go away when WCW went away. Tony was kind of like gone for a very long time, and then AEW brought him back. Remember when he came back with the full beard, like he'd been hiding <laughs> in a pro wrestling closet? You remember that? I was like, wow, Tony Schiavone, holy shit! What do you think of the professor, Mike Tenay? Overrated. I think he's a little. I think he's good, but I, I, I would never jump out of my seat and go, "Oh, it's the professor Mike Tanay here to inform me." No. So what do you think? A little too bookwormy yeah. for you, or no. I'm just what curious. About, you know, good compared to the, good. Compared to the current generations of announcers, like the Michael Cole and stuff like that, I think the. I think Who would I rather listen to, Michael Cole or Mike Tanay? I want the fans to answer that one for me. I would love to know, because obviously we'd probably all rather listen to Gordon Soley over Mike Tanay or Jim Ross over Mike Tanay or even Tony Schiavone over, uh, you know. I remember watching when you, I had to be like 10, 11 years old, and UWF had just come out, and they would have Jim Ross and Gordon Soley. Right. Uh, they had a, like a Wait Saturday. A UWF, like Sunny Beach UWF? Yeah. Nice. Very nice. What's up, Sonny? I hope you're out there. Very nice. Very nice. But anyway, to get to my point before we get to this card, I just want to like give my own personal uh, shout-out to Seth Freegan Rollins because I really feel like he's getting underappreciated in some ways. I read a lot of shit about him on the Internet, and as far as I'm concerned, he is a delicious villain. Oh, my God. What a great Joker villain he has been. He is the bad guy. And he is fantastic at it. And I can't wait to see him and, and Riddle basically murder each other. But we'll get to that as we go go to the card. But don't you think that Seth Rollins, uh, Seth freaking Rollins, deserves his place in WWE history, especially from his generation? Absolutely. Because Absolutely. to me, after Roman Reigns, There's it's him. Seth, yeah, Seth Rollins. And even if Moxley was here as Dean Ambrose, we both know that it's still him. Is anybody else in... Seth Rollins of the the generation he came from. Anybody else there? With Roman and no, Seth? No. Anybody? I'm stressing right now. I'm trying to think. 2012-13? Seth no. Rollins is one of the greatest performers of his generation, if not in the top five easily. You, know, the, you might be able to pull uh, one of the the women uh, oh, wrestlers at that time. Charlotte Becky, of course, with their impact. Absolutely. They've been amazing. 
I'm a big Becky fan, and I've, been, I've always been a huge Charlotte fan. And it's funny, too, Mike, to his credit, is my partner's always been huge on the women's wrestling, but I've come along over the course of time. I, I do the love some ones of them. That I might say would be as big of an influence as Rollins and, uh, and Reigns. What was that? One more time the, for me? It's only the, a couple women. Right. You know, right. Those Charlotte, would be the yeah. only ones that I would say have Correct. that same type Charlotte of influence. Charlotte and Becky. Uh, yeah, I would agree. They've, they've been the uh, torchbearers for sure. For sure. But where's that second women's pay-per-view? We had one years ago, and and they never they never followed up with another one. I, I don't know. They sold it out that night. I mean, if you sell out, don't you deserve another one? I I guess, I'm not sure. What do the fans got to say? Anything interesting? Are you picking up on anything? Yeah, there, they, they're they're talking about. Uh, let's see. I'm sure they got interesting things to say. They were talking. Let's, well, don't go searching. Unless it's, it's, unless it's, you know, well, then, shouting at no, you. No, they're talking about some of the stuff from Pride, and then uh, they're talking about uh, um, Mark Coleman. Mark Coleman? He was uh, on the show. The, then, the uh, very first UFC heavyweight champion. I he was a cool dude. Very cool dude. Yeah, I guess he was doing doing something online. And, oh, okay. Okay. Mark and then good night, Roy. Roy's, uh, I guess, Peace, tapping brother. out for the night. He's tapping out? Boy, you make it sound so brutal. Let the guy <laughs> go to sleep. Oh, my God. So let's get to the card, dude. What All right. Got? So, uh. On Saturday. WWE Extreme Rules build-up. Yeah. Buy or not? Hmm? Do you, build, do you buy the build-up or not? Do I buy the build-up? Ah, it's been good. I mean, I already paid for the network. I don't have to buy anything. All I got to do is right. click on it. So, so you if know. you had to pay for it, where would you put this as a, as a pay-per-view? Good question. I got to think about that. Would you I don't know if I'm... In? I mean, it's not, it's not giving me SummerSlam chills or it's WrestleMania a, chills. In your house? It looks like a solid... Don't say in your house four, because Vince McMahon <laughs> will kill us all. You know that that was the one where he fi almost fired the entire world. Um, no, it's a good card. I think it's a good card, but it's not like, holy shit, I've just got to run out and overpay for it. But I like it. I are think you, it's a pretty solid card the way it's put together. Are you disappointed there's no world championship on it? No! Here we go again! I, is this where you get with a Roman being part-time? Yeah. Listen, a champion back in the day used to be someone you, you wanted to see, not Absolutely. get sick of seeing. Well, yeah. So I think that Roman Reigns is killing it right now. I, the Tribal Chief, if he needs a rest, rest Tribal Chief by all means. You know, I'm an honorary Uso. They just haven't sent the shirt yet. You know, so aren't you an honorary Uso? Absolutely. You're not. I know Mike is. Absolutely. So you, you want, is that the shirt you want the next for next week? Oh, that's right. You make them. You know what? Well, if if the tribal chief says it's okay, then go for it. That works. Yeah. That works. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the for the approval there. Yeah, and, and large size shirts instead of extra large. Don't. Okay. So who's on the card? What All do we right. got? So we've got uh. The Brawling Brutes, or we've got, excuse me. Liv, yeah, you can start at the bottom uh, of the let's card. Go. We got Liv versus Ronda. Liv versus Ronda. And an Extreme Rules match. All right, well, here's the deal, in my opinion. At least this is my opinion. Ronda better win. Uh, I, uh, how do you feel about Liv Morgan? Uh, we've had, we had this had discussion a few That's weeks okay. ago. I, I like Liv. I think, she's, I think she's kind of amusing. You like her. Okay. And, and I think she's been so, hilarious with this, with this you know, over-aggressiveness. Okay. So you, you really buy into her beating Ronda uh, Rousey again? again. I, don't buy, I don't think she's going to beat her, but I just uh, I think, I think hmm. you guys should give her a little more credit. Um, well, it's, it's not that I'm not giving her credit. She's, she's done well, and I knew that she was going to get a push, but... I'm sorry. I think Ronda Rousey should be beating her into like a broomstick, pretty well, much. Realistically, Ronda should be beating everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, sure. Why not? But I have no issue with that. I enjoy Ronda Rousey. I'm thrilled when she's around. I, I, I happen to like Ronda, so I want Ronda to win. 
I don't make predictions because I think it's stupid to try to predict somebody's scripts. <laughs> you know, that's almost like, this week on All in the Family, don't tell me! Archie's going to go, hey, you predicted it! You know? No, I'm not predicting. But I would like to see Ronda win. So uh, what about the uh, Liv warning uh, the White Rabbit not to interfere? That's very interesting. You know something? There is one way she can keep that belt, isn't there? Mm. There is one way. Maybe the lights will go out and you'll see that damn rabbit flash across the screen. You know, there's been a rabbit around here lately, too, but um, not that you guys have ever fucking admitted to it. I think you're losing but, it, man. Well, we know I'm losing it, but I've seen what I've seen. You know, but maybe the lights go out, you see the fucking rabbit come across the Titan Tron or something, and the next thing you know, you know it comes back on and then she's unconscious. Ronda's unconscious, and Liv just jumps on her and gets the pin. You never, you never know. You know, Liv does have some connections, I believe, with Bray, et cetera, et cetera. So, who knows? I love guessing, though. Isn't that the whole point? Absolutely. They're doing their job. Next. So we've got the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match. Why am I looking forward to this so much? Why do I, I don't want to see this so much? I don't know what but to expect. You do realize this is the first time that the women's title has ever been held for a ladder match. This is, yeah, the, they, this I, is it. This is the, this and you, is, have two, you have two women that want to push the boundaries. I, I love it. I, I am a little concerned as far as, is Bailey Bailey still? Looks like there might have been a few many, uh, too many ring things eaten, and I'm not sure. I'm not trying to be mean. She's a great wrestler, but I'm worried. She seems a little rusty, and I'm worried about that because, you know, Bianca's obviously on top of the game. So I'm, I'm wondering what's you know, going on. Obviously. I'm wondering if there's a problem with the, uh, with the feed because... Uh, a problem with the feed? What happened? Uh, Lil Patty said, uh, uh, it's on Twitch, and you can watch the show. Just found it, everyone. What are we saying? Where are we? Hey, where are we? <laughs> anyway. Well, let's get We're all good on Twitch over here. How's YouTube? Uh, YouTube's good, too. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm on it right now. Okay, I, I well, maybe they, were, just... maybe they were experiencing technical difficulties of some kind. No, there's something right? wrong with the YouTube, because we're not going. Yeah, that's not good. I'm, I'm watching it right now. Okay. On the YouTube. It's looking, gr- it's looking good on my end. Okay, well, let's continue with the right. you know, one way or the other. Okay, we've got... you got to persevere under these circumstances. <laughs> persevere. Yeah, everything's looking good on my end. So, uh, you, so we've got that ladder. We've got the ladder match. Um, then we've got Riddle versus Rollins with Daniel Comier in a pit fight? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the one I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, I wonder how physical that's going to get. Pretty damn physical, I, right? I mean, I, I just don't know what to expect with no, uh, doesn't no Riddle, ropes. Doesn't Riddle have to win this, though? Absolutely, yeah. Riddle he's got to win this. He can't we lose. Need it. This we, is his specialty fighting. And he's, we know he's got to go, you know, he's going to get that push. He's got to go to that next level. And who else would put him over, who, who could put him over to bring him to the Does next level? Does that hurt level? Rollins, though? Not at all. Interesting. I think, I think. I wonder about that. Uh, you know, Daniel Cormier is a big fan of Seth Rollins, the character. What if he, I mean, after he stomped Riddle's head into the, the steps a few weeks ago? Come he's on. stomping everybody's head into the steps lately. He's stomping everybody. I'd like to see Rollins win because I just love Rollins, but I don't think it would be good for Riddle if uh, Rollins yeah. wins. Yard Ape says it's not playing on YouTube. Oh, geez. Yeah. Very interesting. I'm seeing it on YouTube. I can try and pull it up on my phone or something, but okay. it says the it says we got good connection. I'm seeing the playback. Um, huh. Huh. Very interesting. Well, the, obviously well we're some, getting some views on obvi- Twitch today. Obviously, I, I, some I, people aren't see, seeing it. I can see how many viewers we have on on YouTube okay, too. Okay. So, uh, right. we definitely got people, and you know, people are in the uh, party too. So okay. In the chat. So. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, I'll let you know if I see anything wrong. But right. it's looking yeah, I'm just uh, going by the, the chat. Okay. There. Uh, let's see. Then we have... Uh, so, 
Uh, what what part do you think Daniel Cormier is going to play in this? Uh, just uh, you know what, Rollins is probably going to take some liberties with him, and he's going to get knocked out by him, or at least punched by him. I mean, you know, that's what I would expect. I don't expect him to like side with Rollins and and hit the good guy. <laughs> so that that would be. Wouldn't that be the uh, usual uh, spiel? Rollins starts jawing at Cormier and uh, bang, zoom, <laughs> you know, off to the moon, pretty much. I would think. I would think. Well, and next is the match that I think I'm most looking forward to, which is Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Talk about look, a classic, old-fashioned match. Looking forward to that one the most, huh? You yeah. know, Karrion Cross has to win this, by the way. What's with Drew putting uh, putting everybody over lately? Yeah, why? I, why is that? Does he lose any luster from all of this? <sighs> no, I mean he's such, he's another one. He's just such a badass. Lost in his in his hometown. Yeah, which made no sense. But then they, I mean, they well, it made sense going. to me. You don't take the belt off the tribal chief. Yeah, but and they gave him all the all the accolades afterwards right. with all the you know, right. the, the curtain call there. Right. I wonder. I wonder. Or is this where Bray Bray comes in and helps the White Rabbit, who might be Carrion Cross? Well, that was the other. That was the other rumor out there. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors about this. Well, I want Carrion Cross to win. Obviously, Scarlet might will probably play a role in this. I would think. Right? I mean, logically, be Scarlet. Yeah. Phil still says that we just came up on YouTube. Okay. Hi, Phil. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is, but... All right. All so, right, so... Okay, well, um, next one we have Edge versus Finn Balor okay. in an I Quit match. I bet this is the one you're looking most forward to. Uh, this is weirding me out because uh, I can't picture Edge saying I quit. Can you? Doesn't Balor need to win this match? I, Balor has to win, but this gets does back to Does he have to win, or does he need to win? There's two he, different yeah, things well, here. Well, here's what I, my opinion is going to happen. Okay. Edge is going to disappear again. He's going to disappear. So he's going to put him over and disappear. Edge yeah. is going to say, I quit? Somehow, I don't know if Edge, get, maybe he gets knocked out, maybe he gets dragged out on a stretcher. Maybe Rhea Ripley has his wife in a compromising position and is about to oh, annihilate that. her, and he says, I quit. There you go. Because that's what I think it's going to be. If, if, if Beth Phoenix is involved in her, life is in jeopardy. Then I'd I can see him saying, way. I quit, and running to the back to try to help her. That, I think, is a possibility. Yeah. No. You know, Balor saying I quit, I could see that. Edge just beats the tar out of him. But I don't see how that helps Finn Balor it, it or would, where we want to go. It makes no sense. It would right. make no sense for Edge I to win. I think Finn Balor should win the match, too. And I hope he does. But that's me. And uh, what is this last one? <laughs> the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. A good old-fashioned Donnybrook <laughs> What the fuck What's does that Donnybrook mean? Match? Just haymakers. All sorts of shit. Everything goes. They're going to murder each other. You know that, They're right? They're going to pull out the shillelagh and, like... I mean, no, <laughs> honestly, though, these guys are going to absolutely murder each other. That's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun match. I bet you because the expectations are anything other than, you know, nobody really is going to care who wins either way, probably. I think they're just going to murder each other, and it's going to be very entertaining. That works for me. Not a bad card. Doesn't have to be Hogan Andre every time. Not bad. No, you know, it, it, it's okay. I mean, what about you know? It's going to lead into next month over right. in Saudi Arabia for yeah, which is going to be have sexy names on it, but probably nothing earth shattering will happen because Logan Paul is not world champion. You know, <laughs> well, you don't gonna, think he's going to take the titles? Yeah, he's going to take the title. Him and his brother. Yeah, yeah, right, right. I'll give it to his brother. Give the other one to his brother. Wow, that would be controversial as shit. That would be like David Arquette part two. I mean, to the folks at home, even though Logan Paul is clearly, you know, quite the specimen and obviously is uh, 
learned a few moves for shit sure. I, I actually like Logan Paul. <laughs> I yeah. think he's doing good. Uh, Phil's got a prediction that uh, yeah. Edge is uh, pre-recorded Edge saying I quit like the old Mick Foley right. rock match. I, I smell what Phil is cooking. Absolutely. By the way, wait wait a second. Wasn't that the match where, where Foley got hit with the chair? Over. And that was over brutal. And over. That, and over. Yeah. And his own family in Mick's book was like, they were like crying at ringside. I made the mistake when I met Mick Foley of telling him that was my favorite match from him outside of the, uh, you know, when he got thrown off the cell. Boy, did he get mad at me. I'm like, dude, I'm sorry. Your family got mad. I, I just was very impressed with all those chair shots you took. I think you're insane. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it really... Crazy. Is anybody more suicidal? Uh, well, that's wrong. Suicidal, homicidal, genocidal belongs to Sabu. But is there anybody like that's more of a sick fuck than Mick Foley when that, it comes to self-mutilation? Cage guy. Yes, yeah, I'll give it. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah, I'll give that to you. He's insane. He's completely. His match with Jericho was awesome. What a bloodbath! Yeah, no, that was good. That was a bloodbath. That was really, really. Yeah. Okay, so he's got. He's King Psycho. You know, I was gonna give honorable mentions to people like New Jack and Abdullah and Shabu. They're out there. We should have a Mount Rushmore for psychos. Let's think about that during the week. Oh, there you go. Just an absolute for the most psychotic wrestlers out there that would just mm. maim themselves and everybody else in, within reach. That works that'd be, for me. Yeah, that'd be crazy. You know. So, did you uh, did you happen to get a chance to catch the uh, the tales of the territories? No. Yeah, no. I only got to see a little bit brief a brief minute of it. But okay. Uh, what happened at the end? They all folded. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, somebody yeah, kind of brought bought everything up and made yeah. a. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it was kind of interesting. I I fell asleep during it, but it was. Uh, <laughs> it was kind of interesting. Hey, listen, I fell got... asleep during it. Oh, it sounds gripping. Well, I mean... were you gripping anything else as you fell asleep? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, That's but it was, uh, Wait, it was this first know. episode was uh, uh, it was yeah. about like uh, the Memphis area. It had Jerry and Jeff Jarrett. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see who else was there. Right. Uh, Dutch Mantel was there. Uh, Dutch Mantel's everywhere. <laughs> Jerry Lawler. If he's not putting it to sleep with the kid across the pond. He's he's, he's somewhere. He's always somewhere. Yeah, the territory days were a lot of fun. I remember those days. A lot of fun. Yeah, I only got to catch the end of it with like the WCCW mm. and uh, right, and then sure. GC, uh, GCW and yeah, AW, AWA. But the Georgia Championship Wrestling. I used to start. I I was watching Florida Championship Wrestling in the late seventies on UHF. I was hoping for good weather because, you know, sometimes you get it would be all snowy and shit. You could see Gordon Soley. Is that Bugsy McGraw? <laughs> Boy, those were good days. I so, yeah. loved How long it. was Florida Championship Wrestling in business? Ah, for uh, quite a long time, you know. Uh, I don't know the exact amount of years, but I would guess uh, several decades. Yeah, right up until NXT. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean Florida Cha Yeah, well, of course it well, continued, but I'm thinking about the heyday. Yeah. You know, the heydays was was in the uh, 70s into the 80s as far as the heyday for Florida Championship Wrestling. The Dusty Rhodes, the Mike Grahams. You know, the Briscoes, the Wyndhams, et cetera, et cetera. Great shit. Sir Oliver Humperdinck, great Sir days. Sir Oliver Humperdinck. Yeah, great days, man. I love Florida <laughs> Championship Wrestling. Absolutely. All righty then. Well, uh, I think we made it. Yeah, we're, we're just about out of time. Success! <laughs> I hope. So, uh, yeah, Jimmy, how was that iPad? How's the iPad? I gave up on it. I stopped mind melding with it. It kept going. <laughs> it kept fading to black. And I was like, well, if you don't want to talk to me, I don't want to talk to you. So, it's uh, real simple. <laughs> So uh, you want to take us on out of here? Yeah, I will definitely take us on out of here. You've been watching. Still not Monty. Still the Pharaoh. And until next week, I'll let you say later. Go ahead. Later. <laughs>